Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brendan McCullough and AJ Elkert. How's everyone doing? Stanky and sweaty. It's like 113 degrees. Yeah, we're in the middle of summer here. How about you, AJ? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I probably should turn off my AC, though, because it's actually not that hot here right now. Okay. Oh, God. I'll BRB. It was, it's a weird heat wave that like started on the East Coast because you guys had got hit with it last week or so. Yes. And now it's hitting us. And it's just very, very unfortunate timing because it's also an anime expo this weekend. Oh, no. And I know a lot of people are going like for fun and some who are actually in the business going. And like just people are dying. Maybe not literally, maybe literally. I'm not sure. But it's just, you know, imagine all the costumes and latex and all that shit. Oh, man. no. All the fucking nerd smell. Weather. Oh, the stank is, you know, you could probably smell a mile away. But it's also all that in 100 plus degrees. And also the convention center gets hot because there's so many people and the steam rises and it just gets bottled in the top of the uh, convention center. So it's it's a weedy, fresh hell. Yeah, yeah our already deterring listeners. Sounds like our show. Um <laughs> But this is a video game podcast for anybody who's new. Uh, we are going to talk about what we've been playing. That's the thing. It is really hot. And also, this time of year, now that E3 has wrapped up, uh, news has kind of run dry as well. So there's not oh, too there's... many things to discuss <sighs> in the game industry other than all the hot topics that have already been discussed uh, after E3. <laughs> and there's Thor hot topics. So uh, No, yeah. If you care about Destiny 2, Fortnite, or Pokemon Go... You're set for news. Otherwise, there's nothing. That's a good point. Well, then, let's talk about the games we've been playing. Uh, I haven't been playing much, so maybe I'll start it off. And actually, you mentioning Fortnite is where I kind of want to go with this. Uh, I I saw Fortnite's a free game for a long time. I'm like, uh, I should give it a, a try. Like, none of the co-hosts or hosts of this show, like, play Fortnite. So I'm like, I'll nope. be the guy that at least gave it a, a shot. So <laughs> I downloaded it. But that's the thing. I was like, okay, I'm a huge Rocket League fan. So I was like, ah, really? Am I going to set some time aside from Rocket League to play this game? And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll download it. I go to fire it up and it was like, oh, well, there's like a huge update. It was like four gigs or something took a long time. And I was like, God damn it. So even the first time I wanted to play it, I couldn't. So then the next day came around and I'm like, okay, well, now that that update's done, let's fire it up. Actually, it was at bedtime. So it was like, I was thinking to myself, this is the last thing I'm going to do before going to sleep. Let's just play a round of Fortnite, maybe try to understand some of the weapons and what this is all about. And me just not being an online multiplayer gamer in general, like, I was kind of not expecting, like, right off the bat, people with their microphones being like, yeah, bro, let's work together, bro, and all this stuff, and, like, uh, I, I fly down into the map, I barely have any idea what I'm doing, I'm, like, brand new to the game, uh, and I hear the, the two kids with microphones die, like, almost instantly, so, in that game, when you when you die, you have to watch your other uh, characters on your squad, like from their perspective. So he, yeah, spectate them. they were all just like coming to the realization. They're like, "Oh shit, these guys are like straight noobs." Like I forget what what did he call me? He was like, "Oh, we have a fucking no skin. I can't believe we have a no skin." And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> "No skin? I guess that means since I'm new to the game, I have no skins for my characters, and I didn't yeah, go in and customize at all." So I'm like, "Oh Christ!" So he's calling me names, and then like he's like, "Oh, go get." the drum the something drum gun or something and i was like running around i don't even know what that is so like there's two options i take a left he's like no the other one you idiot so i go and get it i eventually like walk around a corner run into some enemy and just start trying to fend for myself and 
I just died like almost instantly. So it was like pathetic. And that was my Fortnite experience. Just people being like, God damn it, a noob on my team. And I didn't have a microphone set up. So I couldn't even like, I mean, I guess I could have set that up but i was also just like fuck this noise like uh, these people it it really isn't i'd rather i wish there was like almost not a tutorial but like a training session where it's like go here and it'll like teach you how to play the game that's what the that's what the main game is oh okay well that's my fault then yeah no like well i think that's that costs money i think the actual like story mode costs money um, really save the world yeah is the horn mode where you're playing with four friends and just like the wave of zombies come at you that costs like 20 or 30 bucks, I think. And it's definitely taken a major backseat to the Battle Royale mode. But that was intended to be like, yeah, the tutorial that teach you how it to teaches, play. It teaches you how to build things, which is the most important. Yeah. Honestly, uh, it's my least favorite thing about that fucking game is the building shit. Because uh, I just like to shoot things when I'm playing a shooter. Like That's the whole game. Yeah, but like, that's what I mean. If the I whole like- game's fucking building and it's really annoying. Like... I hate Minecraft, so I'm going to hate, like, Fortnite's building mechanic. The only thing in its defense there that I think is unique and cool about it is how, like, you get to customize. It's, like, almost like a game mechanic in and of itself is, like, making a structure around yourself as defense. So, like, it just adds a whole new element to the game that makes it more interesting than just a typical, like, run and gun, just go shoot people down. Like, I I like that about it, but it also seems very intimidating as far as a lot of controls, a lot of things to do. But I feel like... then again, there's a bunch of like young teens and even younger playing this game that are just like blazing through it. So it's probably not hard to get the hang of once you do. But like, God, as an adult joint jumping into this game for the first time, getting my ass kicked and people calling me a no skin. I'm like, man, I don't think this game is for me. <laughs> uh, you don't you don't worry about that because people that do have skins that bought the game are pieces of shit. So yeah. like <laughs> anyone that puts money into a fucking free game can suck my dick. Yeah, like, hey, how about you shut your mouth? But no. Like, uh, come on, <laughs> like, like for real, like it's go. a game you can play over and over and over again that like you die, you can just jump right back to the menus and join another game. You don't need to fucking put money into that. I'm sorry. Like, so you can have a fancy looking pickaxe like fuck you. Like, it's garbage. I agree. Hey, and, and it does really. It was like it doesn't do anything. The if anything, it, like it feels like it skews the game towards the people that paid money. Because they seem to always have, like, the best fucking shit anyway when they drop. Like, they drop into areas and the chests that they open are, like, golds nonstop. Hey, AJ, I, how many I, times did you buy Overwatch and Final Fantasy Fifteen? Yeah, I bought Final Fantasy Fifteen once. Oh. That was it. See, I knew that was going to get debunked. <laughs> uh, okay, that was once. Overwatch is three times because I love that game. <laughs> I'm at but two with I've, Rocket League. I've gotten rid of my Xbox. The Xbox is gone. Just so p- is everyone else. I have a PS4, I have a Switch, and I play on PC primarily. Nice. I was surprised even like after E3 hearing some people like, yeah, I think it, Microsoft killed it with their conference this year. I was like, what? No, Wait, not whoa. at all. Not even a little. I was just like, because still, once again, anything good there has either already existed on PC or have made it compatible for uh, Windows 10 PCs. They showed cool. almost nothing that was exclusive to the th- to the uh, Xbox One. Yeah, so and half the stuff they did show that was coming out to the console had been PS PS uh, exclusive at one point, like the Kingdom Hearts trailer, right. or like fucking Tomb Raider. Like those games were originally PlayStation exclusives, which I still consider them to be because that's where they started. Like Deep in my Microsoft's heart. just getting a little bit of money yeah. from them now because they're like, I guess we'll let you use them. <laughs> But 
but it's it kind of the same thing with a uh, Switch when it first came out. People were like, "Oh, there's so many games on the Switch, like for a launch." It's like, mm, no, it's all just like ports from PC indie games. Yeah, and a lot of it's like <laughs> fucking Neo Geo titles for some reason. They just <laughs> yeah, had a like, fascination with putting on like King of Fighters, like is on there. Yeah, like, fuck yeah, it is. It's like but it's weird ass games. It's good that they're getting like people are getting to play them now who didn't have a chance before, and people can play them mobile and stuff. But like, yeah, if you think about it, there weren't too many like exclusive Switch titles like that were made for the Switch. But I mean, it's still definitely doing. Better. It's getting better and stuff. I I just so want the fucking hindsight. I realized. I want mm-hmm. their like Nintendo store to come back like the way it was on the fucking like Wii and Wii U. I yeah. want like the old Final Fantasy games because that's the shit I want to play on a fucking Switch. Like. I got Monster Hunter 3 for, like, $8 during their Black Friday sale, like, last Christmas. Like, because it was through the Nintendo Store and it was digital, so it was much cheaper than a physical copy. So there's a difference between the Nintendo Store and the Nintendo eShop? Like, the Switch version? Oh, is there? I'm asking. I'm not sure. It's No, the Switch version, uh, tr- it's not trimmed down, but it's, uh, it's like, their new one that they're going to be rolling out. And uh, it's not finished yet because they don't have their online services up and shit. Okay. Which, which apparently is going to come with free games when you get it. So, hmm. It's going to give you free classic games. But, like, I oh. just want the retro games. It's like, it, how hard is it to, like, I just want, like, Final Fantasy VI or, like, four or three. Like, it, it, it's not. I got Final Fantasy IX. That's all I care about. They dropped the ball on that. Like, because they, you know, like, they could have uh, gone to Sony and been like, hey, what about like seven, eight, nine? Could we get a slice of those? Because, like, I would have played the shit out of those games on the Switch. Like, having that portability with a controller feel. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like every game out there should be available on Switch. It's just so goddamn perfect. And I think, honestly, uh, Sony and, and Microsoft feel that way, kind of. Like, maybe not cross-platform shit. Right. But, uh, because we know Sony's kind of, like, shooting their shooting their shot on their own foot right now. Yeah. Because uh, they yeah. just, like, don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. I, that makes... I am such a fanboy, but that's one thing that I disagree with them. They like, have just... no reason to really cross-platform. I mean, they're, like, kicking the fuck out of Microsoft right now. Like, they don't have yeah, a reason to cross-platform with them. them. Like, they, they're keeping the exclusivity, I guess. It's it's tough because the yes like that we've talked about like how exclusivity is what sells the console like I don't give a shit about Xbox because they don't have any exclusives but PS4's got plenty and that makes me you know, like ooh I guess I'm gonna have to buy a PS4 eventually but the exclusivity of cross platforming makes it more difficult because it's not like it's not like people aren't gonna buy a game because you can cross platform. It's like, oh, why would I buy it for the PS4 when I can just buy it for the Xbox and play it on there? Yeah. It's more like if you already have this console, like you can play it with other people now. Like it's the cross platform of a game isn't gonna decide which game it's for. It's gonna decide whether you're gonna buy that game at all if if it's mm-hmm. on that console you already have. Right. So it's not gonna sell a game. It's going to Well, it's not gonna sell a game for a specific console. Is going to sell the game for the console people already have. Like they're not going to go out of their way to buy a new console just for this cross-platform game. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think it's at like I don't think Sony has to be as stingy with it. But like you guys said, like they don't have to be. Like they clearly are. You know, doing great in this console market. So totally. It's just it's just unfortunate with like some of these huge games like Fortnite and. I think they actually do it for Rocket League. Um, 
for these huge game, huge games that are already so popular, it's like why not make them cross platform? Yeah, like, it's only going to help, and it's going to be it's going to make people who have your console already just spend more time on it. And yeah, maybe you can charge them for custom skins or something in Fortnite and get a little percentage from the PlayStation Store. Like I don't know, maybe maybe there's some back end deal that we don't know about, and there's a reason. Maybe they got like a blood feud with uh, Nintendo. They're like waging war. We don't know. That could vary. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah, the Nintendo PlayStation is still looming large over their heads. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Oh yeah, that was an actual it was an thing. attachment. It was an attachment for like the was it God, the thirty years ago? It was before the PlayStation came out, ago? and it was going to be like Sony. War. It was going to work with Nintendo to make a CD, a CD yeah. console. That's nuts. Video game history lesson. Um. AJ, what about you? What have you been playing these days? I guess oh, right. we talked to you uh, recently with the E3 and too many games and stuff. Yeah, uh, it's been pretty much just Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> you poor bastard. Pokemon Pokemon Gold, honestly, we've been digging into Gen 2 a little bit and uh, forgot like uh, how bad they were at making... I- like- <laughs> Like, they did a really bad job with designing Pokemon. I was just going to ask, is that the generation where things started to get wonky as far as, like, just stupid-ass Pokemon? Um, no, Gen 2, no, Gen, Gen 2, like, the po- new Pokemon they added were cool. They're just real, like, their move pool was fucking trash. Like, yeah. uh, the, and the, the typings didn't make much sense. Dark was just special, so, and there are no, like, Crunch is a special move, allegedly. <laughs> But, like, you have, like, Umbreon, which is the most popular dark type in Gen 2, probably. And uh, it was physical. Uh, Umbreon was a physical Pokemon. It had a higher physical stat. So its dark moves were fucking trash. Like, it it couldn't... And it it didn't have a good pool anyway. Like, it didn't learn good moves on its own. So you basically just had to make it it like one of those cancer boys that just hangs around for a while. Like, teach it toxic and, like... Uh, yeah. what it, what could it fucking have? Moonlight, so it could recover health. Uh, yeah. you get it's, protect it on it. You basically turn it into an asshole that just like <laughs> is there to just stall. Yeah, and I, it I sucked because it. it was a cool Pokemon. It was easily one of my favorites. Like I always picked it, but then as soon as I got it, I was like, man, you can't do anything. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Espeon is so much more like practical. Just because like, the best really fucking like the move, dark move, it would learn would be like bite. Or yeah. feign attack, Jeez. and those are special. Like they're special, and it had a low special attack. It had so a high upsetting. physical attack. But I would argue, because people always like to shit on uh, the Pokemon design, especially of the later generations. And there are definitely some weird ones in Gen Two, but I would say there's some shitty weird ones in every generation, and there are some amazing ones in every generation. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think with the later generations, it's just like anything else, like The Simpsons or Futurama. Like you're gonna run out of ideas the longer you go with it. But like people make fun of Clef Key, which I'm not defending it. It's fucking dumb because it's a keychain. But like Magnemite and Dotrio, like it just or Magneton. It's just three of the previous forms smashed together. Like, that's also dumb as shit. Oh, man. So There is something Pokemon-related that was a news topic I wanted to bring up. I don't think we talked about it on air just yet. Um, but not. for Pokemon Go, they have, like, this event Pokemon uh, special thing going on. It actually might be over by the time you're listening to this, listener. But if you're a Pokemon Go fan, you might have stumbled across a Squirtle with a pair of sunglasses and I think yeah. that's, like, really cool and awesome. Squirtle Squad. But I just also was like, is this 
all they can offer as far as like making the game relevant and interesting. And so yeah. let's say you could actually <laughs> capture this Squirtle with sunglasses. Like, oh, does he evolve into a war turtle with sunglasses or a Blastoise with uh, sunglasses? Apparently, they I think they keep the item. No, the item like stays on the Pokemon. But I think Basta confirmed in her Slack, who's like, no, evolutions they turn into regular ones. And I'm like, well, that's a bummer. I hope AJ's right. To yeah, be perfectly be honest, surprised. I'd be really upset otherwise. I'm like, I had a, a special. Squirtle, and then he just turned into a normal ass war turtle. So I mean, it just—I don't know. That is just very. They added. Aesthetic. They added the ability to actually friend people finally, and you can trade Pokemon. Okay. Like, stuff that should have been out when the game fucking launched. Yeah, that's like, a valuable update. Basic like quality of life shit that should have existed when the fucking game came out. What three and a half years ago now? Oh Jesus! It's been a long ass time since this game came out. That feels weird. Has That's it wrong. been three? I think it's been three years since I think since you're this actually right, because now I'm thinking about it. It was back when I was at my old office and everything. Wow. Like, uh, 2016. Two years. It took them two Ooh. years to put in trading and three fucking generations of Pokemon. God, that's weird. And the event Pokemon are easy to do, because, yeah, it's just the same. Like, there's always going to be a hundred variations of Pikachu, because that's the mascot. But yeah, with the Squirtle, you just add sunglasses, so it's kind of like you already have the model, you just add one little thing, it's like, boom, here's a new Pokemon. It's like, the, it's not. Yeah, that, it's not really. That game but, still okay. is inherently just broken, too, for people that live out in the boondocks and or farmlands okay. like me. It's just like, okay, yeah. good luck ever finding anything. It's like You have to go to a city to do <laughs> I stuff. I know, it like sucks. Yeah. And I'm, uh, uh, I don't know, it's terrible. Uh, like, I live in a small town, and there's like actually a decent amount of stops here. Well, that's cool. But the stuff that spawns here isn't like... I mean, like, the one time I got really lucky and I took a random-ass Dragonite spawned here, but, like, other than that, it's been relatively bad. There are gyms and stuff, so I guess, like, when they were doing raids, that was, uh, I guess the raids are still going on, I don't know. I haven't, like, I turned it on yesterday night, because I was at a a buddy's house drinking, and I was just, like... (laughs) Wanted to see what was around. Hitting up an X. Oh, how's Pokemon Go doing? There was shit spawning around his house, so I just like caught it all and then turned it off. And I was like, "That was it. That was the extent of my Pokemon Go experience." There's so many drowsies in Rhode Island. I was on a family vacation in Rhode Island, and it was like the prime of that. All the sleepy white people. That's really funny. (laughs) They're on drugs. Yeah. So like, yeah, me and my cousins were just having a few drinks and wandering around playing Pokemon Go, and there's just like. Uh, drowsy for every like f- four drowsies for every other Pokemon is crazy, um, but yeah, it's still pretty janky and like it's it's getting revitalized now with Pokemon Let's Go and the you know Let's Go Eevee and all that tie in and stuff, but like inherently it's still kind of kind of jank. And at least I knew where I was. It wasn't necessarily like farmland boonies, but like it still was like. I always called them, like, highway towns. Like, the town only existed because there was a highway going through right. it. Like, it wouldn't have survived without it. Yeah. So, like, I still had to drive around to get to any, like, gym or anything, like, Pokestop or something. And uh, at a certain update, they made it so you couldn't drive with it. So, like, I'd have to go somewhere, park, wait a few minutes for the update, and then do anything. And it's just like, I'm spending so much in gas. Yeah. Like, it's just not worth and it. And it, the way it was when we were initially playing, too, is like, you got to spend money on Pokeballs if you even want to have a chance at doing anything. Or it was just kind of inherently Yeah, broken. if you don't have an abundance of Pokestops around you, like, you're going to be just, like, pouring money into a free yeah. game. And it's like, why? Exactly. Yeah, I think I put 40 bucks in it for the um, 
the like incense or whatever yes. that drew Pokemon to you because I couldn't go around far. Same. Like I couldn't walk around much. So I just had to do it. And, like I'm I'm fine with it. It's dumb. I spent money yeah. on it, but I'm you know, I enjoyed the forty dollars I spent on Agreed. it. Agreed. We but, justified yeah. it then being like, Oh well, it's free and it's a game that I'm hoping to play a lot of, that'll be worth the investment. It just turned out it wasn't and it just like goes so quickly. I don't know. Uh, I kind of knew it was going to be a flash in the pan, at least for me. Like, I knew it's called Pokemon it Go. Against. I mean, come on. <laughs> but no, I, I don't know. In general, I, I'm i not going to be getting back into that game anytime soon, but it was just worth mentioning that, yeah, there's event Pokemon, so if you're still playing, try to catch Pokemon with sunglasses. That's exciting. Yeah. And if you're interested in uh, Gen 2, we talked about it before, uh, but a lot of a lot of the never before seen like designs of some Pokemon that recently came out like uh, a month or two back, uh, those were for Gen two. Okay, so there's a lot of those. So if that is your favorite Gen, you can go back and find these like never before used uh, Pokemon designs. And there's a lot of variations like Girafferig, the like giraffe like half and half looking Pokemon had an evolved form where its tail became a like evil version of itself. It should have fucking like, had an evolution. Girafferig sucked oh, balls. Yeah. There, there's terrible. a there's a lot of these Pokemon that are like don't have evolutions now, but like you see the designs, they had plans for it, or they had plans for like it going somewhere else. Like Ditto, I think, had a preform or an evolved form. So like they had plans, and it's like, oh, this makes sense now with like why this one's so shitty. It's because they had plans for it and then cut it off right at the last second. Some of them are not. Good. I had a good idea, and then some of some of them are amazing. There's this little like tiger like fat little tiger ball thing i love it how about mr mime evolves into mr mannequin please okay (laughs) he's a monster don't give him any more attention the (laughs) fact that they had there i think there actually was a in these never before like never used uh designs there was a pre-evolved form for mr mime but then we got mime Mime jr Jr. which is also horrifying that's a thing oh no yeah yeah, uh, Mime Jinx. Jr. is just like a little, like a little clown child. Yeah, Jinx has a preform, which is like Smoochum, yeah. which is like kisses everyone. Like it's weird and creepy, and I hate Mr. Mime, and I'm glad it's not in any other games because that definitely borders the line of like Pokemon and human slavery. Like, what is it? Um, but yeah, there are some designs in here that are really cool, and then they're like. The legendary dogs, like uh, Suicune and Entei and stuff, they're their designs before they're finalized, and they look awful. Like, I'm so glad they went with anything different. Um, so yeah, Pokemon Gen 2, check those designs out. They're pretty neat. Definitely. Um, how about you, Bren? Uh, what have you been playing? Anything other than Overwatch and uh, Binding of Isaac? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> no, I've been uh, saving off of Binding of Isaac. I'm, I, I ain't going back. I can't okay. go back. It's so much time. Um, <laughs> While we're still talking about Pokemon Go, though, I just saw quickly Niantic, the creators of Pokemon Go, that are fucking up every uh, left and right turn. Yeah. Apparently, they had the other game, Ingress. Yeah. Which uh-huh. is very similar to Pokemon Go, that, like, they kind of just slap Pokemon, uh, you know, labeling and rights on. Over the architecture that they were already using. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. exactly what they did. So, apparently, they're making an animated series for Ingress for Netflix. So I don't know what that is. Yeah. And if you can barely run your game, I don't think you should make an animated series. Yeah. See, like I played Ingress for a little bit, like before, way before Pokemon Go came out, and uh, it's the same. Like it's kind of the same, but there's 
I, I guess it is the same. There's like you can there are points like the like the gyms where you can you can put like defender things on them, kind of like Pokemon yeah. do. Like it, it's really similar to that. Yeah, and uh, if you can see now that like it's sort of differentiated, and they're developing their own architecture for each game because like of the, all the changes they've added to the Pokemon to Pokemon Go, yeah. and Ingress almost feels like a uh, it feels like a continuous beta game, like one of those games that just never came out of beta, and they were just like, all right, I guess this is it, like like PUBG. Or yeah, something. I was just like, gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. God, fuck PUBG. But that's what makes it so weird that they're making an animated series out of it. There's a story like, there. Like they actually try to give you a there? they try to give you a story when you play Ingress. Is there? there is. Like they they tell you they like explicitly tell you that there's stuff stuff going on. Like there's it's just it's a company where like the only reason anyone knows your company to exist at all is because of this one property. And it's like now we're gonna put more money and investment into this other property no one really gives a shit about. It's like Blizzard if they were like, we're gonna make an animated series. It's like cool, an Overwatch series. They're like, no, They're like cool, a Warcraft animated series. They're like, no. They're like, well what's it gonna be about? It's like it's gonna be about Heroes of the Storm. It's like what? No one gives a shit about that. <laughs> like do the one that's popular. Yeah, it's like uh, let's make a her- let's make a Hearthstone show. Like I, yeah. I guess I mean that like people popular, might actually but, uh, dig down on that shit because uh, it's like it could be very like Yu Gi Oh esque if you like made a competitive like Hearthstone uh, circuit. Have you watched Yu Gi Oh recently? It's terrible. Like, that show is god awful. Oh, yeah, I I never claimed <laughs> Yu Gi Oh was a good show. Like okay, yeah, the original is, the original is still one. fantastic though. You just did. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> the original series is good. It's funny. No, the it's not, the voice it's... acting is hilarious. I'll say it's funny. I'll agree with that. I won't say it's good. Though. Like Pegasus sounds like a pedophile. <laughs> boy. Oh Christ! Uh, and his tune deck. It doesn't help. His, yeah, his tune. Um, he built a deck of car, like a deck to literally just like counter Yugi's deck. And it's like, wow, you're really obsessed with like this 11 year old kid, huh? <laughs> you're, you're really into this, huh? <laughs> it's so weird that um, Yugi like looks so. He looks so childish when like you got like Joey and and. Uh, Joey looks like he's 27. J- he's Joey, like seven. and he's got like a full-on fucking Brooklyn accent. Hey, yo! <laughs> Yogi! Oh, God. Jo- it's me, Joey Wheeler. And everyone's just okay with their buddy being possessed by a 4,000-year-old pharaoh. Yeah, they're like, like yeah, it happens. That's Don't normal. His hair changes sometimes, and he gets like a little yeah. taller, and he gets like He gets skinnier. like two feet taller. Like, he gets way taller. He does. It's real uncomfortable. He gets way taller. I he goes on a date with uh, Taya the one time, which is real weird. All right, we gotta pull out. No more. Yeah, this can't be the ripcord. Get the ripcord. AJ and Brent need a <laughs> bam, tear apart Yu Gi Oh podcast. That'd be something worth listening to. Uh, just a podcast for the uh, was a Fox Four Kids uh, Saturday morning lineup. I summon Gearfree, the Iron Knight. <laughs> okay, no, the, too, too That's deep. That's what I mean. I don't understand the <laughs> single reference. I think I got a box of cereal <laughs> once that came with a Yu-Gi-Oh card, and it was the Blue Eyes White Dragon like holographic. So I'm like, oh, this must be good, and I feel like it was probably like not like impressive at all. It it was supposed to be good, but it was also like a borderline mascot for it. So they made so right. many that it. Became- That's what I mean. If you're which selling is it fucking wild cereal- because there's only supposed to be four in existence in the show. Yeah, and the f- and then Kaiba rips one up. Yeah, the first yeah the first episode Kaiba rips one up because he only wants because you can only use three in a deck and he has the other three. So he's like, no one else can use blue eyes. This is this is mine now. I own the rights to the blue I- eyes white dragon. 
Right, yep. no, no, okay. Put my foot down. No yep, reason, that was my no. fault. Okay. Right, um, is there <laughs> any other games we want to talk about that we've been playing or news um, maybe before we play a conversation I, game? Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Master oh, for the no, Game Boy? Stop. <laughs> no more. Battle of the Roses? No. Um, yeah, I didn't even get to mine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's right. I've I've almost, uh, just for the last week, just been exclusively binging uh, Dead Cells and Steven Universe on like my other monitor. So, like, within a week, I am, like, halfway through season four of Steven Universe right now. So, that's, like, 200-some episodes. I'm looking at a video so game I'm right now, actually, developed by Konami hard. for the Game Boy Advance. No! Oh. Mute, uh, mute AJ, we're not talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Duel Monsters International. God damn it. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't really have, like, much to say. Just, like, turns out Steven Universe is very good, despite the horrific, toxic fan base. Uh, I didn't give it much of a chance. Uh, I fully meant that back when it came out, but it's real good. Hey, welcome, Brad. Uh, it's, so okay. If, it's, so, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so if you're now. teetering on it, if you're like, yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot, nah, give it a shot. It's uh, starting to wind down, apparently. I haven't watched much of the new it's, episodes. It's coming to an end, yeah. Uh, I need to get back into it. I binge-watched like a shit ton of it, uh, when it, when it, not when it first came out, but uh, I'd say about a year and a half, two years ago, I binge-watched like what was out. And yeah. I haven't watched anything really since then because I don't have cable, but uh, mm. I have the internet, so I'll probably just like find that somewhere and rewatch the whole show. Yeah, it's it's very good. The first season's rough because they have a lot of like episodic one offs that don't really matter, and uh, the main character Steven Universe is pretty annoying in the first season, but he gets better. And uh, yeah, it's actually a very well done show, and um, I recommend it. Um, so that's uh, that's something that my opinion has changed on that you know. I will f- admit that I was wrong about that. Um, but Dead Cells, the actual game, because this is a game podcast. Um, I got it. It's still in early access. So I went against my own rule there. But I believe it's getting out of early access soon. It definitely feels like it's done. Um, it's a roguelike, dungeon crawler, side scroller, kind of metrovania. Uh, pretty similar to like, well, I was going to say like Comic Zone, if you remember that from the old Sega days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very Metroidvania-esque. Uh, you essentially run around as a collection of cells that attach to a dead body. So like your head is made up of this weird like green cloud of cells, and then you just take control of a dead body you find. Uh, and that kind of explains the roguelike element of like you dying and coming back over and over again, because it's, it's the cells that escape and just find another body. But it looks exactly the same. Um so you go through, you fight enemies, you get money, you get cells, and cells are like the currency that unlock the different tiers of upgrades, like new weapons and new uh, boosts and bonuses and stuff. Um, and you get four items, like two main attacks and then two like items that can help you out. And it's really cool. You can get like little turrets, you can get ice bombs, you can get fire grenades, you can get you know a whole bunch of different stuff. And it's a roguelike element of it changes what you get every time, and the maps kind of change you can always go to the same places and there's always a certain amount of those places that are always the same like the beginnings usually the same but then the layout will slightly change like it still all looks the same and uh the enemies will be different it's n- it's not super diverse in the roguelike of that element okay um so like binding of isaac would be the same layout like of a room would always be a square the same size of a square but the inside of that square would always be completely different every different every run 
and there'd be very few things that are actually like similar staples. This one, it's pretty similar everywhere you go. Yeah. And it's just the enemies kind of change and like, oh, instead of going left, you go right this time. Or instead of going up, you go down two levels. Like, so it's not too different there. But it's real tough. Like, you can easily be ganged up on by like two or three enemies and just get wiped out right away. So it definitely presents a challenge and. It feels good for speedrunning. There definitely seems to be a speedrunning intention with this game. Like, they plan on people playing this real quick. And if it feels kind of like a rhythm game where once you get into your rhythm, you can fly through it. You can definitely go through stuff real quick. There's certain parts of the levels that uh, are set on timers and a door will go down. So you go to it and it's shut and it's like, oh, you had to get to this two minutes ago in order to have you know gotten through. So I think they're definitely going to encourage like a you know speed running scene for that type of game um, nice which is cool and really neat and it's done well i'm very bad at it because <laughs> i love i'm the i'm the digital hoarder i like going through and making sure i get everything before i go to the next level so you know it's going to take me like 10 minutes per level right um, but it is very fun the combat can be tricky especially with it depends on what weapon you have so like one weapon is a sandal and you just like spartan kick people and it can interrupt their attack, and if you kick them against the wall, it does more damage. But if you don't, it's pretty weak. And sometimes that's the only weapon you'll get, or like only real powerful weapon you'll get for like a level or two. And it's just like, man, this weapon is not good. And it just makes it really challenging. Um, but it's a very well done game. I think it's like 30, 20, 30 bucks right now, still in early access. Um, so I got it. I got it ahead of time because I feel like the price is going to bump up once it's uh, out of ac- early access. So I tried to get it early while it's cheap. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. It's a very well done game and every stream uh, is 25 on Steam. Um, okay. But yeah, every stream I've seen of it, even way back in the day when it first appeared on uh, Steam, it was always really well done. Like there are definitely bugs here and there, but they, you could tell they updated it pretty regularly. Um, and it was still functional. There was never, like, major game-breaking bugs. So the studio behind it, you know, wasn't just putting out some shovelware, like, trying to get money real quick. Like, they definitely care about this game and are invested very deeply in it. Um, so it's good to see. Very it's, cool. It's tough, though. God damn, I, I don't think I get past, like, four levels or so. Like, it, it, the, the difficulty can ramp up, like, pretty... Uh, a fair amount pretty uh, wildly because of what items and weapons you can get and then right. what upgrades you can get for them. So yeah, I recommend it. I, I've gotten a f- good few hours out of it. I've definitely gotten my money's worth. Uh, oh, I've only got 11 hours. Um, but I die so much, it feels like I've gotten more. <laughs> so. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I've been playing. I've actually been kind of avoiding uh, Overwatch because ever since the recent update where they fucking ruined Sim, it just feels weird and gross. Yeah, she oh, uh, yeah. she definitely feels wonky as fuck now, and she like operates on a really weird level now. I see the appeal of some of the changes they made, but without any shields now, she's too soft. I, c- I can't do anything I used to be able to do with her because she just gets killed instantly. Yeah, you can't like go run in screaming, just holding yeah. left click <laughs> and throw your shield Pretty, out in front of you, just like ah. Like it's, it doesn't Sim- work like that anymore. Yeah, Symmetra was like a suicide bomber for anyone who doesn't know. Now she's you utility base, and she's like meant to throw like big boys up on top of ledges that normally can't get there. Yeah, now she's the nightcrawler. She just teleports people around and doesn't do anything herself. Uh, she does like, stuff. Uh, she puts that big wall in the eh. middle of team fights, and that helps actually. It can. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't like it. It's got five thousand health, and it's real, real dumb. 
and it sometimes ruins. You'll be uh, you'll be running like a perfect attack, and Sim will be the only one left, and she'll pop that up in the middle of the fucking point, and the rest like, hey. of the team comes back, and it's like God fucking because she's just shield dancing. Yeah. Well, it's like, oh, hey, what's the most annoying thing out of this entire game out of any character? It's like, oh, it's me putting a wall to block you off from shit. It's like, cool. What if we gave that to another character? It's like, God <laughs> damn. It had it cut through the entire map. It, yeah, it's the whole fucking map now. Wow. So I don't know. It's weird. They, I want to see the. I want to see what that fucking looks like from outside of the map geometry. Like, I want to yeah. see what that. It, it probably knowing them, it goes on forever. Like, if you fell out of the map, you would see the wall down the whole way you, as you fell. It would just keep going. Yeah. Because they're probably I like, pl- eh, what's what's math? I was playing around with it in the uh, practice range in it, which is something you were talking to, Doug, which is a good uh, kind of setup for Overwatch has that Fortnite could probably use. Is yeah. There's the tutorial mode, which actually teaches, like, here's the basic controls, and then these controls will change a bit for every character. And then there's the practice range, where you can just go around and like play around and do whatever you want. They give you the Call so of Duty character, and that makes me feel real skeeved out. Like when you do the <laughs> when you do the sh- like the sh- the original tutorial. Oh uh, yeah, they well, yeah, give yeah, you, you Soldier seventy six, and he's just like, it. He's I feel like it's setting one. a bad precedent for the rest of like. Then you get everyone just running around, just like shooting everything and not thinking about what they're doing. Yeah, but I think people actually don't really use the tutorial as much as uh, we would think. I think if anything, you do the practice range and you pick your hero you want to play as, or you just jump in balls deep and just go for it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, But also they have a a practice match where you can play against bots. So everyone on your team is an actual player, and everyone on the enemy team is robots. That's handy. So it's very good for, like, I know people who would just jump in or like, I don't know what's happening. I'm like, play the practice modes. Like, get like get a footing for it and try exactly. to what your character does. Then go online. They should call that self-esteem boost mode. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Just like, basically, like, you're not terrible. Even though once you play with real people, you will be. Oh, you will be. I've done it for when I needed like 100 XP just to level up. I'm like, give me a quick bot round. Like, because it'll be super fast. Yeah. I fought a... I didn't fought. Wow. I watched uh, a coach... Uh, who's the guy who's going to be coaching the Team Canada for uh, the Overwatch World Cup? He thinks the the level for like competitive should be raised for like off of twenty five, like it should be a higher level. I could see that, and but I mean, he said you don't really understand the game. Like people don't understand the game itself until they're they've prestiged at least once or twice. Like you don't start really understanding what's happening. Like it it, it takes a lot to. To get like to start grasping the deeper concepts in the game, a lot of people just like throw themselves at shit, and uh, that doesn't work in that game. Like I, I don't know. Like it's hard to describe. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, throwing throwing <laughs> yourself a at a point doesn't work. Like it just doesn't. Like you have to coordinate with your team, and people don't understand that this isn't like a. It's a hero game, and like def and literal like. It's a hero game by its own definition, but uh, you can't play the game like a hero. You have to play with your team. Yeah, every person's not the hero that can single-handedly hold off the enemy team. That's why it's like Lucio, Sombra, Tracer, the quick, annoying characters who are dancing in and out of the point to keep it in overtime. Versus like Reinhardt, who steps on the point, puts up a shield, and is slaughtered instantly. So, but, yeah, I can understand that. It's, it's definitely a team-based game, and it's people who try to solo everything who just end up ruining it for their team. But that's why I don't play competitive. I almost, 
unless I'm playing with other people, I only play Mystery Heroes. Because I found out people don't deserve to have free will or choice. They make the wrong <laughs> choice every time. Roll. Stop picking Stop picking three snipers for one team on attack. Yeah, That's oh, not Christ. the point. We need to pick a different character. You're not a good Widowmaker. Get the fuck off Widowmaker. I, oh, I'm Christ. a good Widowmaker. I'm pulling out... I'm pulling out the way we pulled out of Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, fair um, enough. That's the thing. Uh, I only had one, th- since we're doing like uh, brief news before we do our game, uh, price increase for Life is Strange 2, it's going to be double what you paid for regular just Life is Strange 1, and yeah. people are speculating, like, is that going to mean an increase in quality? Is it going to mean nope. the game's longer? I'm not sure. I just think it's they're- It's not guaranteed. I, it's going to be half as what, long now, just because of that. <laughs> that's just what I mean. I, I, th- I think they're uh, estimating ahead of time, being like, well, we already had such a fucking flawless gem that built such a huge community. No! We're going to cut our losses. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. This game, I think that's the thing. I think they're going to make License Change 2, there's going to be huge hype for it, and people are like going to have lots of expectations, and I'm not sure if they're going to- hit the nail on the head the way they did with the first one so by doing such they're thinking uh let's double the price so we get the money out of the people before they say ah we're not coming back i'm not sure that's like what it leads me to believe i just think you should probably just stick with the model you had and roll with it but i don't know they also were probably thinking we're growing as a company we want to do bigger better things so we have to charge more it's just a weird thing it left a bad taste in my mouth yeah i'll say this uh, definitely not a flawless gem. That's nope. By far, <laughs> That's not true. That's my opinion. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely think it was a good game and a good story, but it's definitely real janky at parts. Um, will this increase in price mean an increase in quality or uh, gameplay length? Absolutely not. It means nothing. All it means is Don't Not is becoming a bigger name. It's got some weight to it. They realize how band. popular the first one was, and now they're they capitalizing. Yeah, they see how crazy the fans are, and we talked about it before Doug with like Kingdom Hearts of like who would pay two hundred and fifty for these shitty little action figures? The crazy yeah. fans will, the fandom will, and that's what they know will happen with Life is Strange. They saw the fandom of it. We're like, we know people are willing to pay this much for it. Um, also, um, the increase in price can also mean like increase uh, demand. Maybe the game's bigger. Maybe they're like, hey, here's what we have planned, and then they saw the fandom for it, and we're like, oh, we have to add more content to it. So, like, maybe there's more stuff, or maybe they're just hiring more people, or better actors, or better musicians, or getting better music, and you have to get the licensing rights for it. Uh, also, Don't Not had Vampire come out recently, and uh, it seems to be mixed. I see most people seem to generally enjoy it. It seems to be on the positive end of the you know review spectrum, but I've definitely heard a, a few complaints and a few people not enjoying it. Um, but because that game did well, that's adding more credibility to their studio and name and brand, so they can demand a bigger price for it. So the same way Gearbox bought out, essentially, ha- uh, we have a few, and they're like, oh, we got some weight to us in the gaming industry, we can increase the price of this as well. Yeah. So, I, you know, I hope it's good, but uh, I'm not crazy invested. They also gave Captain Spirit, which is free. And right. It's like a one-off episode. I was just going to mention that, yep. Yeah, so, like, that's cool that they're willing to do that, and they definitely see, that. like, they know the fans will pay it because the fans are so uh, rabid for it, but they don't seem predatorial about their fan base yet. I say yet because that always seems to turn quickly. That's for Life is Strange a lot of money 3. to be made. Yeah, that's, what, that's when it'll turn. Um, so, they, there are companies who are good to their fans, but there are many, many more companies who prey upon their fans and know, like, yeah, we slap Nintendo on this uh, dish towel, and it's 400 bucks. Why? Because somebody's going to buy it. Because he has to have every Nintendo thing. Yeah. So, it's stuff like that that makes me like, eh. But granted, it's double the price, which is the same price as a regular game. 
So it like I'm fine with that. If it was like, hey, we're increasing it to seventy five dollars now, just then, for the flat out game, like no special edition, then I'd have a problem with I it. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Um so, I did download Captain Spirit. I'm just not mentally prepared for it yet. But I am mentally prepared yeah. for a game or no game. How about you guys? Sure. sure. Alright, so we're playing Game or No Game. Uh, anyone who's unfamiliar, I'm going to pitch some games. They're going to tell me if they're <laughs> real or not. It's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, yeah, pretty God right damn there it. in the title. <laughs> uh, that's the thing, though. This one is the most like easy, like very obvious what it is. So I I, I, should, I shouldn't even like phrase it this way, but this title is insanely long. So just get prepared. And it is Japanese translated. So don't uh, like, all right. So that kind of tells it's, it's a, a game. game. Yeah, all right. So we're going to go there and just say, this is already a game. And the reason I'm throwing this one out there is because of how ridiculous the title is. I saw a Kotaku article from a few years ago saying Ew. this might possibly be the longest video game title ever of like all time. So I'm going to read it. It sounds like a goddamn paragraph. All right. Summer colored high school adolescent record, a summer at high school on an island where I contemplate how the first day I transferred, I ran into a childhood friend. I was forced to join the journalism club, where while my days as a paparazzi kid with great scoops made me rather popular among the girls, but strangely, my camera is full of panty shots and where my candid romance is going. And that's a video oh. game. That's, this, is, this, exi- this is a thing that exists. This is something you could literally go to Japan and buy a physical copy of as a video game. And <sighs> I saw the, the logo for it. It is just a big block of text, like all multicolored and crazy. <laughs> like, holy shit. I think it was someone like uploading it to a website or something. And they're like, all right, what's the title of your game? And then what's the summary of your game? And they mixed up those two blocks. Yeah. So they put the summary of the game in the title. And they're just like, ah, fuck it, let's roll with it. Yeah, they it published that way as the title. So yeah, that's a real thing. And I'm not repeating it because it was too many words. <laughs> and I probably said it wrong anyway. Like, God, it was just a clusterfuck. But that's I a heard game. something about panty shots and I zoned out. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's clearly from Japan. Um, But that's a game. Let's see what you guys think of these ones. These are a little more uh challenging to determine. What do you think of a game called... Irritating stick. No. Mm, yes. It's a game. That is, I think, PlayStation oh. 1 original. Uh, Yeah. I don't know how you make a game out of that, but it is <laughs> that legitimately silly. a game. Uh, how about Catapult Inspector? Uh, no. No. That's a no. Damn it. All right, you guys are good there. <laughs> um... What do you think of extreme sports with the Berenstain Bears? <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I just wanted to be. I do too. And it is. It's for Game Boy yeah. Color. That is so. I knew it was it. a Game Boy game. In my head, I'm like, this is, there's no way this is on consoles. This has to be a fucking Game Boy. Only Nintendo is cheeky enough to fucking put this game out on a, on a handheld. <laughs> Brother Bear with this BMX bike. All right. Now, this is a bizarre one. How to be a complete bastard. Yes. yes. It's a game, and it was for Commodore 64, so I feel like... Really? Yeah, that's a bizarre... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really when the, there was no, like, commission to make... To, like, 
say if games were supposed to be games or not. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. I, I was thinking it was going to be like a Adult Swim game or something. Right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what do you think of a game called Glam Pup Championship? <laughs> I just imagine RuPaul's Drag Race both times. <laughs> Ru, RuPup's Drag Race. Um, uh, I'm going to say no. I want to say no, too. I don't want this to be real. <laughs> I kind of want it to be real. It's a no. But what do you think of a game called In Sync Get to the Show? Yes, that's yes. a game. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, oh man. It's a Game Boy game? Is that a Game Boy game too? It is Game Boy. Yeah, yeah of course it is. Game it's Boy like the Austin Powers game. video game or something like Oh, Christ. Nintendo 64 was too expensive to oh, just yeah, do baby. shitty games. It was too expensive to make shitty games on, so the shovelware all went to Game Boy for that era. Do you think there's a game called Kool-Aid Man? Just a video game. Yes. I'm going to say no. I think it'll have a subtitle to it. I, I think it'll be like Kool-Aid Man and his adventures in Drinkland or something. So I'm going to say no. I'm double checking. But no, it's a, it is a it is a game for sure. And it's like, no, like it's, I don't know, Exalted is one of like the worst games ever. Like nobody understand what the hell is going on. Like the objectives <laughs> are insane. Like your enemies are called thirsties and you have to quench their <laughs> thirst and stuff like it. But it, it just looks like really bad as far as like almost like E.T. Atari style, like just blocks of things flying around the screen. I figured no it idea. seems like a, it seems like something that would come out in the 80s. That's why I was like, yes, that's an 80s I, game. If I were like they branded fuck, Mac and me. Everything. Exists. Like, yes. That's yeah. a, it was a movie called 83. Mac and me. That's literally just sponsored by mcdonald's and coke like it yeah you can't i don't i don't doubt that it could be like that it's a game but i just i the thing that caught me up is like the title i thought it would have because like all those branding games always are like chester cheeto and cool land or something like there's always chester cheeto the revenge of uh danny dorito (laughs) yeah title colon subtitle yeah i know what you mean also to this day, we're still fighting off thirsties. They just comment on every girl's picture now on the internet. Oh, Christ. There, there yeah. it is. That was a good thirsty. one. So thirsty. All right, I got a couple more for you guys. What do you guys think of Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City? <laughs> See, that's the tagline. Like, that's the subtitle. <laughs> I expected. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Chaos in the Windy yeah. City. That says like a yes. Everything say, had Jordan I'm going to say it. yes. Because yep. it's Chicago. Yeah, no, that is indeed a game, and I was thinking to myself, he was so popular and, like, the goat of his era, like, of course. Oh, yeah. So that's it's a also game. a big asshole. Like, he's a notorious asshole. Oh, true. Uh, well, yeah. and I feel like for kids growing up, I, I forget what podcast I heard it on, but they're like, they're, they're gonna grow up and be like, that's the crybaby face meme. I'm like, oh, man, he's a very famous basketball player, oh, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a basketball man. <laughs> I yes. know that meme. No, he's a person. Yeah. Um. All right. What do you guys think of a game called Golf Magazine Presents 36 Great Holes Starring Fred Couples? <laughs> it lost me at Great Holes already. <laughs> starring Fred Couples? Yes. This is real. I'm going to say no. <laughs> it is real. <laughs> what? From Sega in 1994. Uh, the Sega 32X. Uh, yeah, Golf Magazine made a game for Cre- Fred Couples. That's arguably another really long video game that, uh, That's video a game stupid title. title. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought this was like a golfing magazine you saw in your like, dentist office like while you're waiting. And you're just like, yeah, fuck it. Let me write this one yeah, down. Yeah, we present 36 yeah. great holes. As soon as you said a real golfer's name, I was like, That's real. 
That's great. That's real. I, I didn't know it was a real golfer. There should be a Leisure Suit Larry as like Leisure Suit Larry presents thirty six cradles. <laughs> oh, oh god. god. <laughs> That was That's good. the only other game that that would work with. Yeah, <laughs> it works. All right, now I'm really curious to get your feedback on this. There's a game, or is there a game called Ninja Baseball Batman? And it's not Batman as in, like, Batman. It's two words, Batman. Yeah, like Batboy. Yeah, Batman. so Ninja Baseball Batman. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes because you clarified it. Yeah, I accidentally fucked it up right in the beginning. I was like, there's a game called... And there's I was a game. <laughs> but no, that that's what I mean. There's a game called Ninja Baseball Batman. I'm like, how do you get away with that? And I don't know what that entails at all, but... This game's boring. How do we get the kids involved with it? Sprinkle little ninjas yeah, on it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, if that's the case, we're going to go with a couple themed ones real quick here. These are the last two or three. Do you think there's a game called Ninja Hamster? No. No. It was on Commodore 64. God damn it. Uh, that, isn't that a Hamtaro video game? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, you mean Overwatch? Uh-huh. With their new hero? Alright, I got two final ones here. Do you think there's a game called Ninja Breadman? Like, kind, yes. kind of like Ginger Breadman? Yeah, but he's a ninja. Absolutely. I'm, already, I'm full on board with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was actually popular. It was on PC, PS2, mm. and Wii. So, Ninja Bread Man. Uh, popular is a strong word. Well, I mean, um, they felt the need to make it for that many platforms. It's because I've seen it. I saw it so many times. It was a company that was a shovelware company. They reskinned their game. There was also a game like Kiki in Toyland or something. And it was the exact same game, just with different skins on all the enemies and main characters. Otherwise, <laughs> it's the exact same game. And it was also like Anubis and the Land of the Dead or something. Same game, just reskinned. It was a shitty shovelware company that just made like one game model and just re like put it out over and over and over again to just make money. All right. Last but not least, Scooby Doo Street Hockey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby Doo. It's a no. Oh, but that would what? be fun. I know. I you had like... so many yeses in a row. That's... There were so many. It was many. bound yeah, to be a no. That's true. I was thinking, uh, just imagine like Fred or like somebody losing a tooth playing street hockey, like all <laughs> dirty and shit. Raggyus, Road, and Ruth. You guys did pretty well with Game or No Game. Scooby Doo so shameless and like promotion and just putting its brand on everything. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, that was a tricky yeah. one. Scooby Doo yeah. fruit snack still exists. So that's Scooby Doo on Zombie Island soundtrack. Fucking banging. That's a great soundtrack. Is it? I'm still listening to the Digimon movie soundtrack. Save it for plugs. Uh, speaking of which, that's, <laughs> that's where we're about at with this episode. It's been a fun one, guys. Let's uh, wrap this episode up. Uh, AJ, where can our listeners find you? Uh, anything like that? Uh, uh, Twitter's the best place to get all my like handles. Uh, it's just forgetful with a three instead of an E. Awesome. How about you, Brent? Hey, BTS, I'm around Twitter. It's not very important. Um, but my other plug, I will devote to this guy. I don't really know him, but I saw it on Twitter. Uh, John Sylvia, S-I-L-V-A, and his handle on Twitter is just John Sylvia Art. 
Um, he does fucking really good art. I'm very tempted to get something from him. Um, it's all from what I can tell, it's all black and white, but it's very good. Any relation Super to Pepe? Super detailed. Pepe Sylvia. What? I don't know. Oh no, it's a, it's a. Is that the frog? No, it's from uh, Always Sunny. Never mind. Oh god, that's a oh, yeah deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I I just found him about it recently. I guess he's in Poland. Um, but I saw on Twitter he's doing like emergency commissions. So I guess something happened in his life or something. Um, but yeah, so there's these incredibly detailed, gorgeous uh, art commissions you get for full body characters for only fifty bucks. And as the wave commissions go, that's a steal. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. That's a fucking steal. So if you want like just hyper realistic good art of like. He, uh, he's advertising a lot of like Overwatch. He's got like Ra- uh, Zenyatta, Zenyatta in his like raw skin and Mercy in her witch skin, and they're super good. Uh, for f- fifty bucks, that's a that's a bargain. Super cool. Uh, yeah. Also, Gravity Falls the full series on DVD uh, was announced a while back, and they started shipping out their copies. I'm going to get mine hopefully today. So if you want to uh, Gravity Falls, fucking buy that DVD set because Disney does not release full series uh, on DVD. Like, ever. So this is kind of a big thing for them. Yeah, especially because it's, like, a fucking legit great show. It's an like, amazing show. The show is so good. Nice. One of the best. And listeners... Oh, oh what's I have a show. I have a show I want to toss out. Uh, Digimon Adventure Try. <laughs> uh, because if you watched any of the Digi- original Digimon series when you were a kid, you gotta watch this show. It's so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, and while you're at it, check out Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, but thanks for listening. No. Uh, <laughs> yes. If you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. Uh, You've fallen for my trap card! No! Uh, no! Uh, just move on. ABT just Silence on all of the places. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Tell a friend. Uh, we'll be back next week. See you guys next time. Play Gate Guardian! <laughs>